Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached H2G Habits to Goals. We are and continue to hit you with our tweener episodes, which simply means we are between seasons. <laughs> Season six has wrapped up. All right, today's topic, today's MBM Mind Bullet, the show title is Effort. Effort. Effort, E-F-F-O-R-T. And as per usual, we're going to hit this from a couple different angles, and I can assure you, mostly assure you, this is going to be well worth your time effort. So the the first place to start, to begin, and while we are agnostic for the most part, it's fascinating to me that within the noble eightfold path, which comes out of Buddhism, the noble eightfold path, and it begins like this, right view, right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right effort, there it is, effort, right livelihood, right mindfulness, and right concentration. So right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right effort, (laughs) right livelihood, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Well, why talk about that? I think it's, obviously, there's some overlap. We want to talk about effort, and that was the first uh, great reminder I got, that it's so significant, effort has made its way into the Noble Eightfold Path. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the Noble Eightfold Path other than to say there was a point in time when we used the Virtues app, which is essentially the <laughs> the ability to track habits following Ben Franklin's process, and it was so similar. I thought, hey, this is going to be great. I'm going to go ahead and create the uh, Noble Eightfold Path app. And right now it is not available because it needs a significant update. Uh, I think it will come back around to the store. The reason I'm saying that is even when I created the app, we created the app 12 years ago, I did not understand the significance of the Noble Eightfold Path. So I'll let you do a little research on that. It is very significant. It took me a great deal of time. And 
Now, frankly, I have for the last, I don't know, five, six years, I work that into more often than not, uh, the meditation practice and more of that will be explained with the new book. So (laughs) one more time, again, very important, right view, right intention, right view is, again, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but right view is what is your situation right now? How is it you're looking at things? Do you need a perspective shift? Right view is critically important. Right intention, one could argue, is where's your heart? If if the view is what's your situation, where's your heart leading you? Is it of service? Is it kind? Is it loving? Right view, right intention, right speech. What type of words are coming out of your mouth? (laughs) All right. And then write action. Actions typically follow words. And this is the kicker, right? Effort. Effort follows action. And what I think is super significant is I was watching, it was post NBA finals and, and Steph Curry, if you don't know, is one of the He's he's the all-time three-point scoring leader, and he has many more years to go. He works harder effort than anybody. Everybody thinks that he just has this natural, incredible ability. The truth is, air quotes, he's undersized. The scouts said things like, don't count on this guy to lead your team anywhere. Which, by the way, he's he's <laughs> he's he's on the verge of leading his team to a fourth NBA title. But in this post game conference, he just continues to talk about his effort, his effort in practice, his effort in the game, and he just says, "This is the one thing I can control. I don't know if I'm going to make the shot. I'm going to miss the shot. I don't know if I'm putting up forty tonight or nineteen. The one thing I can control is my effort. And I thought, wow, this is really impressive and worth talking about. Because I was in the midst of, uh, I just got back from Indo, my energy's been off, my my cycle, uh, circadian rhythm, if you will, has been off. And I've just been kind of phoning it in, so to speak. In other words, I just haven't had the right energy. So it made me question my effort. And then I began to think, well, do you really have to, does one really have to always put in, you know, (laughs) the cliche, 110% effort? Yes or no? Uh, I would contend to you not necessarily. It, it's an interesting philosophical debate, I think, because you can look at nearly every invention and all of them 
most of them have been created to reduce one's effort. I mean, why does a, uh, <laughs> a, I mean, I don't know. You could pick a, a blender, uh, a sewing machine, a lawnmower, a car. The, the reason these things exist is to diminish in many cases, one's effort. Add to that, it wasn't too long ago I heard Bill Gates praising himself for being super lazy. He was saying it's because I'm lazy that I invent stuff. So here we have this idea of effort. And I'm trying to lead us somewhere here. Here we have this idea of effort, and it's critically important to put in maximum effort to things we are passionate about, to the work we're passionate about, to our livelihood. And I believe that's where the Noble Eightfold Path was going, which was also created long before cars and jet planes and computers, word processors, spreadsheets, etc. But I don't think it diminishes the importance of effort and what we can control versus what we can't control. And it goes back to Steph's great comment, the one thing I can control is the effort I'm putting in. Now, another way to look at it is a lot of people are afraid, I certainly used to be, that if I gave 110%, and still failed or did poorly then that just <laughs> then that just makes you look like a bigger loser right like if you gave only 50% and you fail you can always say well i didn't try my hardest right how many people use that just think just think if i really tried but the the truth, air quotes, is at the end of the day, there's only one person staring us in the mirror asking us if we gave 110%. If we put in maximum effort, whether it's at the end of the day, whether it's for a project, did you do the best you could with what you had? And it's simple. It's yes or no. And I was beginning to think, and maybe, who knows, maybe there'll be another app. What, what if you've heard this saying a million times? He gets, she gets an A for effort. Like the product was crappy, but they, try, <laughs> they tried really hard. An A for effort. So you can go round and round in the I mean, one of the great lines in a Christmas Vacation, if you've ever seen that, is when Chevy Chase is trying to get the Christmas lights to go on and it fails and everybody laughs at him and it, <laughs> his daughter says to like 
Grandpa, don't laugh. He worked really hard on this. And Grandpa says, <laughs> so do washing machines. <laughs> it's one of the great lines. I know we've talked about it here before. So, so working hard is only part of the equation. It's critically important for the things you're passionate about, for your livelihood, I would suggest, to work as hard as you can. That doesn't mean you can't find better tools, better resources, uh, influential contacts, whatever it is. You can't, it does not mean you cannot work smarter. One of the tweets I like to share is the guaranteed formula air quotes for success is to work smarter and harder, right? To put in the effort and to constantly reassess the process, the strategy. So hang on. I'm just pulling up some notes here off my phone. The first question I have is, is effort, how, what is the relationship between effort and discipline? How often do people say, I'm just not disciplined enough? Well, what we know, we know is that discipline is a habit. No babies are born disciplined. So that requires effort to cultivate the discipline habit. It requires effort to cultivate any habit. Yes, the process to follow is par. Plan, act, record, reassess. The other point I talked I talked about earlier, energy constrains effort. Our effort can only be as good. We can have all sorts of desire to put in maximum effort, but if our health and our wellness is off, our effort is going to be constrained. The other fascinating angle is this. This is the argument to be made for knowledge. This is the argument to be made when when I say follow par to develop habits. The reason I'm doing this is I'm suggesting that once you have this knowledge, the effort required is less, not more. This is the argument for knowledge. When we know how to do things, when we know how to do things, it requires less effort. That doesn't mean we can't give more effort. It requires less energy in terms of effort. So the, the final thought here is when you think about effort, I want you to think in terms of daily effort, which is predominantly what I'm talking about, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, did I... Did I do my best today with what I had? And what would happen if you graded yourself for four weeks every day? And A, B, C, D, or E. So if you just effed off all day, screwed around, uh, went and had beers with your friends, that's probably not a high effort day. That doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's just not a, <laughs> it's just not a high effort day. Sometimes those are required. So there's daily effort, and then there's effort 
into projects. And what I would suggest to you, and this is something that the habit factor works great for, is effort as it relates to projects can only be as insignificant as 15, 20 minutes. You know, when we're talking about target days and minimum success criteria, when we follow par, the idea there is you can, one can get away with 15 or 20 or 30 minutes three times a week, but if they do that consistently, so the effort on a per day basis isn't incredibly significant, but if it's directed towards a project and it's concentrated towards one effort, one project over three years, five years, so my my latest book is now going on about seven years. <laughs> and so what I would suggest to you is in total, the, the effort is fairly significant because it's concentrated over a great deal of time. And what we know about time is the time is going to pass anyways, right? This idea that in 10 years, you will arrive. The question is where? Then the next question is who's responsible for where you want to go? So that's it. As it relates to effort, I, I hit you with like four different dimensions, five different angles to analyze effort, where it's important, where it's not important, how knowledge impacts effort, why that's a good thing, how you can use concentrated minimal effort, minimal effort over time for projects. Anyhow, um, and of course, how it all relates back to the Noble Eightfold Path, which I'd encourage you, if you ever do meditate, to meditate upon. Many, many times. Speaking of concentrated, minimal effort over time. All right, my friends, thank you very much. A little perhaps deeper and longer than normal, especially for a tweener episode. Uh, just a few ideas bouncing around. Love your show. See you next week. Bye. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed, subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further, on that note, our proud sponsor, Audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that... I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I, I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you, it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. 
And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits two goals with the number two. So he said the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par. Plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All right, my friends, that's it. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.